All right. Astonishing Tales of Terror. Rocktopussy is the story of a giant underground octopus near a northern Canadian town. Or is it? Welcome back to the Or Is It Movie podcast where we try to find the real story behind the story. I'm Derek. I'm Mean Mark. And I am Scott. Scott White. Joining us, Scott White, comedian and outdoor mattress enthusiast. Yes. <laughs> yes, I do enjoy your Facebook photos <laughs> where you spot mattresses out in the wild. It's And there's tons of them in Houston, apparently. <laughs> so many. So, but anyway. People, I, people, uh, actually, well, I, people actually DM me pictures of mattresses now. They'll, like, send me pictures. <laughs> yes. You need to start a TikTok. That's something. Yeah. Shit going. Or I guess a thread now, I guess is what it is. So today we're taking a look at a movie from 2022, just last year, called Astonishing Tales of Terror, colon, Rocktopussy, exclamation mark. Yeah. I think they the, mean it. I think the main yeah. thing is colon. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If you've never seen this movie, uh, and you're in America, it's on Amazon. Ah. Imagine that. Well, good. That's How, good. I don't know. <laughs> and why is it not on Amazon in Canada? Canada is not it's not on Amazon. It's, so you need a, v, excuse me, you need a VPN. Yes, but our star slash producer slash writer. Everything is, is Canadian. Location. Is Canadian. Takes, it takes place in, I think, Sudbury, Ontario? If it's not, it's definitely meant to be it's somewhere a near mining, there. mining town like Sudbury. Yeah, yeah. Like the big nickel is under distress at this point. Yep. Yeah, so. exactly. <laughs> and I can't believe we can say this, but we have two people we can actually welcome to the show. And that is Sarah Midich and Patrick uh, Kwok Chun. Uh, both of them from Star Trek Discovery. Was that the main character and the cameraman? It's the cameraman and the... Annie, the annoying uh, reporter. The, the villain, quote-unquote. Got it, the, got it, got it. Okay. The, the dumb one. Um, so, yeah, I saw a trailer for this. And just going by the trailer, I was like, well, A, it takes place in northern Ontario. It's perfect for us. And B, it's so schlocky, it's perfect for Scott White. So I, so we brought you in on this. Well, so when I first started watching it, I'm like, "Ooh, this looks like a movie." It, it, yeah, <laughs> it, nice, it, nice camera angles. It was, you, you know, usually in, in movies like this, you get long static shots, but there was like nice editing for like the first ten minutes when it, uh, it's, it starts in the mine, and I'm like, "Oh wow, this looks like a movie." And then nothing happens for an hour and a half. <laughs> <laughs> but it, well, it is well shot, though. I it is well shot. It. I, I will I give actually, it that. It is well shot. Yeah, like I, I was very impressed with the quality of this. Like probably fairly low budgeted or modest budgeted I movie. Would like I can say so. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like they're not getting Spielberg or Cameron money. Uh, to to make this, and they've done a lot. They they wrung a lot out of those dollars. They did, time. but it felt it's like some of the special effects were. 
Oh, yeah. bad. Yeah, the Beast Wars level special effects. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you ever saw Beast Wars, I, Scott. And you probably never saw Reboot either. No. The thing, um, with, the thing with this movie is it's competent. It's competent. The, it looks good. The acting is it. It's oh, you know, we the acting is okay. It there's no. So that's what that's what ruined the movie for me. Is it was like a, it was a competent movie. So we, you don't get the overacting bad. You know the bad overacting and uh, and um, oh, I don't know about that. Well, <laughs> but I mean, you, you get the. I, I agree with you. It was. It was competently shot. I'll give you that. It was competently... It was technically... Technically. This movie is technically competent. technically sound. Yes. But that... <laughs> it's everything that happens on screen that's not right. <laughs> exactly. A hundred percent. Um. Okay. So, movie opens with three guys in a mine... They find a hole in the wall that leads to another giant cavern. Well, remember, the movie starts in, the in 1957. Yeah. Oh, did we get that? I missed that. Yes, yep, the movie starts in 1957. Okay. That's why everyone looks so old-timey, Derek. <laughs> well, I didn't see that, so I just thought this doofus hadn't just bought an old camera because they're making fun of him for it. I was uh, kind of just settling in, uh, getting you know my dinner or whatever, while I was watching this and at first blush, I thought it was like a world war one picture. I thought that what they were wearing and just at a quick glance, I was like, I thought we were going to get like a dear Martha. The war is hell on us here on the front lines. Yeah, and, no. you know I mean? like, <laughs> Syphilis, syphilis is running wild among the men. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was born up in Northern Ontario. This is where I grew up for the first two years of my life. So I don't have a lot of things, but I do know people that have. Okay, before we go um, any further, so this, did did any, I didn't catch it. Were these American actors or were these Canadian actors? Because I didn't catch any Canadian most of actors. These, most of these are Canadian. They're okay, Canadian, so yeah. either I wasn't paying attention or they did a good job of, of, I didn't catch any, I didn't catch any Canadian accents in this. Uh, no, uh, no. And, and I caught a, a couple, of, but a lot of these actors though have worked in, you know, um, like so. For example, the the dickhead Declan, uh, he was on Titans, Killjoys, uh, you know, things like the, uh, Handmaid's Tale. He's actually like, so he's just come home to do this kind of stuff, but he's been, you know, getting getting work on, well, one called Sappy Holiday. I don't know, whatever, but. Um, but these, we'll these are, well, like you said, two, two of the, two of our Canucks were on Star Trek Discovery. So they're working, you know, in, in the States as well. Right. So I think they've been able to, and there might've been even a concerted effort to be like, they don't want one, even though it's set in Canada, we don't want like, okay, reporting from Sudbury, a, we're going to look at the mine and the hoser that's in there. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, aside from one Canadian flag, I don't think we get any kind of geography out of this movie. No, you're right. I think they, um, it's it's supposed to be small town North America again. We've seen that. We've seen that a lot lately, actually. Well, especially with the Canadian productions. <laughs> yeah, and see, the woman that's that has the name above the title is Bridget Kingsley. Mm -hmm. um, she's the writer, producer, and star of this movie. 
And you can definitely um, you can definitely some... tell that she is the writer and producer. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, like the it, the movie starts off. Uh, Bridget Kingsley presents, and then the director's name, a director's name, Phil, and her name is in much bigger letters. So I think she was also the editor, <laughs> <laughs> maybe the special effects guy. I don't know. Um, yeah, maybe. maybe. <laughs> so. But from what I've been able to suss out, and I've tried to find anything else on her other than her IMDb page, which has nothing on it. It looks like she it says she was born in Sudbury, Ontario. Yep. Moved to the- Whit moved to Whitby when she was ten, <laughs> and then decided to pursue a career in acting. Um, I be- I beg to differ, though. Her IMDb is huge. Oh, she has a lot of credits. But they're no, nothing no, no. big. That, like her write-up is. Oh, is it one, two, three, four, five, six paragraphs long? Don't oh. worry, we'll circle back around to it. it it's probably all her. Um, well, someone's got to do it. <laughs> you know what? I yeah. applaud her for that. If she wrote her own IMDb, that means no one else is fucking it up. But basically, from what I can understand, she started her own production company, and if you search her name, she has produced tons of movies. Yeah. They're all shit. Uh, but she did make a movie called Dark Rising, which stars WWE star Christian. I was going to suggest that as a stay tuned, Derek. Yeah, we'll look into that. <laughs> but um, so I'm going to I'm going to say, uh, do people still write letters? Are, you're, this, we're going to get a lot of letters after I say this. Um, so she okay. she wrote <laughs> she wrote the film and. This is one of the most poorly written female characters ever. <laughs> where she is a yes. she is a quote unquote strong female character, and it is written yes. in the worst possible way. She associates being a strong female character as this diving headfirst in the danger, never taking anybody's safety into security, being. And that is not, there was recently, I saw something on Facebook, not on Facebook, on YouTube, where it was people, people like strong female characters. They just hate poorly written strong female characters. And this is a poorly written female, strong female character. Um, it, she, it, it, if you, when you watch the movie, you'll know this is a vanity project for her. Where, oh, God, yes. And everybody, everybody else is secondary to, to her in this movie, which is what a vanity project is. So. This is such a vanity project, I'm very surprised her name wasn't Tammy Wiseau. Okay. <laughs> do you guys know who Neil so, do you guys know who Neil Breen is? Yes. This is a Neil uh, this is about a Neil Breen vanity project right here. We'll get to Neil Breen. We should, I'm surprised we haven't gotten. We to need Neil to do Breen a Neil Breen movie. Yet, yeah, we need to do a Neil yeah. Breen movie. Yes. yes, yes, we definitely need to do a movie by that guy. <laughs> I definitely know who it is. <laughs> Don't worry, you'll know. Like, I mean, like, it's so cliche now to do a that guy movie. What was his name again? <laughs> Neil Neil Breen. Neil, yeah. Well, of course I knew. <laughs> I mean, I was testing you, Scott. Yeah. I was testing you. All right. <laughs> Well, let's get into it. Movie starts off. These miners are in a mine. They find a, another hole in the mine, and they get attacked by a giant octopus. Two out of the three. Two uh, out of the three di- die. 
Yeah, yeah, quite, quite horrible, horrible. horribly. Because one of them gets sucked into the hole. The other one gets his face melted off by like an acid ink? spit up. Yeah, like a po- an acid type ink. Uh, which he smothers all over his face, by the way. Which looks like which looks like shit. It uh, I'm not. I don't say it, does, it, <laughs> yeah. it doesn't look bad. I mean, it looks like shit when he's like pulling it all over his face. Yeah, it looks like he has shit. On it his looks face like he has shit on his face. Yeah, yeah. But the the effects here, the practical, are pretty good. The not face bad. Melty? Not bad. Yeah, not bad. Yeah. I, I, again, uh, it's I, a good thing I it's in admit, the dark. Yeah. 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 That's fine. You get. Your, I mean, I've seen way worse. We've seen way worse on the oh, show. Oh, and we where will they see way worse too. To, to, yeah. Yeah. The, I, but that's the thing. Again, competently shot. They use the darkness to hide the flaws. Yes, but the it's not the whole movie is this dark. Yeah. You know, it's it's there's some bright you know business centers and you know man on the street interviews and all that kind of stuff. Right in the daytime, yeah. it's not all hidden in the dark. So. No. And we get our first product placement in this scene. Dynamite? Uh, yeah, the dynamite brand dynamite sticks. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I, I think he got it from Acme. Yeah, I, I was, yeah. was going to say, if it said Acme on it, I, you know, well, I, I wouldn't be surprised. It said in big bold letters, dynamite. I'm like, at first I'm like, thanks? It's J.J. Walker dynamite. J.J. <laughs> <laughs> Walker brand. J.J. Walker brand dynamite. <laughs> I wouldn't have recognized a long cylindrical red tube that explodes as dynamite with a giant had you not with a giant wick on, with on a it. giant wick on it. Yeah, that what the hell could yeah, that possibly yeah, yeah. be? I don't know. I mean, my, my coffee has a fuse that long. What? I don't know. I don't know. You know. <laughs> then I figured dynamite was the brand. That's why the name is all dynamite brand right? dynamite. <laughs> dynamite brand dynamite. You know, kind of like Kleenex. It just becomes so so synonymous. Q tip. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Coke. Yep. So that's the cold open. We got our credits. The best credits ever. <laughs> Since barbed wire, yeah. Since barbed wire, yeah. yeah. I know. I'm 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 loving this run on uh, on opening credits. <laughs> so we get this big breasted uh busty brunette uh, stripper on stage. She's dancing for this old guy. And it turns out nope, that's our lead our lead uh our lead character here, our Hunter. Heroine. Yeah. Hunter Hazelton, who is a reporter for Channel 8, and she has she's exposing the mayor for narcotics and prostitution. Well, yeah, because he out and out tries to buy an evening with her. Right? Because he said, how much will it take to get more, more. than just a dance? Yeah. Yeah. That so. could mean a lot of things inside of a strip club. Could be champagne room. Could be right. You know what it, I mean. It's very, very flimsy, and so, so the mayor is like putting dollar bills in her, and her her cameraman is there, and then all of a sudden, a microphone and the cameraman this appears with a ca- like where where was where was he hiding all this stuff? That, he was or or was he? He was there. No, he was there. They show him. <clears throat> Well, no, what I mean, yes, they show him for sure. But what I mean is like, was he hiding it or did they just, did the strip club just let them in with all of this? Like, <laughs> don't mind me. He's dragging like a big case with his big camera or whatever. And no, no, this is, this is my case of money. Yeah. 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 No, it's, it's okay. It, it, my case just has cocaine and prostitutes. Don't worry about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
I'm just saying the strip club would probably have something to say about this because, like, it's a northern Canadian town. You know, I mean, they've, they they got to keep all the clientele they can. You know, so losing the mayor is probably a lot of money down the drain for them. Like, they took a hit. And by the way, this happens during the day because when they bust, isn't it daytime when they bust them outside? Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. so he, the the mayor is visiting a strip club at like noon on a Tuesday. Uh, when, he, yep. when he should be in office doing his work, uh, you can't you can't beat the Sudbury Strip Club lunch buffet. I mean, well, yeah, yeah, exactly. They have such great Canadian back bacon there; it's awesome. Oh, yeah, like it's yeah, yeah. They, <laughs> Tim Hortons caters. No, t- uh, just kidding. <laughs> but yes, uh, but the thing is, to be fair, it's kind of a private show at this point. Because everyone else is actually doing their, out doing their jobs instead of being in a strip no. club on a Tuesday afternoon. <laughs> yes, <laughs> the place the place is empty. <laughs> yeah, so he gets he gets all the girls to himself. <laughs> <laughs> Mark's taking notes. Yeah, well, when I get elected for office, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no one the cocaine though. I mean, just give me some beer. Like it's. <laughs> so this makes her the reporter of the week. And yeah, I didn't. Sorry, I didn't realize Canadian news was so competitive that they have reporter of the week contests constantly going. (laughs) I had no idea. It's just like Major League Baseball. You get the player of the week. You get the. I guess so. Yeah. Yeah. Is there is there another channel like CBC2 that's doing like this week in news? (laughs) We're out of our element. We're in southern Ontario. This is above. This is anywhere above Algonquin Park. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. No, north of uh, of seventeen, of, yeah. So yeah, north of seventeen. So yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> so she throws a big party, and this is where she reveals that she's lonely. Ah, uh, she's single, and she's almost forty. I turn forty next year. Yes. Well, so her cameraman is there, and he comes up, and the most awkward, he. Basically, just announces that he's gay. It's oh, yeah. did he say that? Yes, yeah, which, he did. Which oh, has which I has absolutely zero bearing on the story. No. Uh, it has there... nothing to do with anything. It was just an awkward way to let us know he was gay, but that has no bearing on the story whatsoever. So I don't yeah. know. I'll... Well, what that does, uh, I guess, retroactively now, because I'm going through this thing thinking this poor cameraman has been friend-zoned so hard that here's this gorgeous, gorgeous woman pining for affection, and he's right there. Maybe I've got my own oh, I guess that, coming in on this, but yeah. If that really did, if, changes the scene where she he walks in on her with her, with her conquest. That yeah, would be the yeah. only thing. Yes. Yeah, that, that that might be. Well, it. I just thought he'd been friend zoned so hard that he's just used to this now. Like he's just, <laughs> you know, what I mean, like he's numb to like I'm never gonna get with her. But I get, I didn't know he that the character was gay. That recontextualizes it for me. Yeah, I mean, still same thing. Like it's you know, so but it, it just matter. makes it so. Yeah, it really just sets it that okay, she's pining for because she's alone. Here's a guy right there that she actually really likes, but. He's gay, so they can't be together. Ergo, she's still lonely, I guess. Yeah. That's all it does. You're right. It doesn't come back. He doesn't meet a, a fella, you know, throughout the adventure and fall in love. He doesn't get that. But uh, right after that, but at, but at the party, she she, has, she espouses to this gay guy. It's like, oh, I'm alone. 
Oh, and my ex is dating the my uh, career rival. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm so single and alone. And then she side-eyes over to the bartender. And then they wake up in bed next to each other. And I'm like, well, maybe that's why. Maybe that's <laughs> why. You know what I mean? Like, the f- she doesn't even know his name. But then, yeah, the next morning we find out she doesn't know his name. She goes, oh, the door will lock behind you when you leave. Oh, and by the way, can you feed my cat? And I'm well, like, so, maybe yeah. that's why you're single. So the next, so yeah, so the next morning, and what we have missed here is the main male character in this movie is he is a minor and. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's sleeping in his truck. So I don't know. I guess he's homeless, uh, but he is a minor and they are going to, they're going to reopen the mine that. Started at the beginning of the movie where the, they blew up, where this one guy blew up the mine and collapsed it on the, on the octopuses. And, <coughs> but, and we also get a flash forward to this guy. He's now, I guess, in his seventies. And he is a miner too. And we see him cleaning a gun and he, uh, and he is also has dynamite. So he, he is obviously, Contemplating a plan to stop them from reopening this mine that had. Well, he retired. He retired, but he still couldn't convince yeah, them not to reopen the mine. Yeah. What's weird about that for me is that he retired, meaning that after this tragedy, what he went back to work for another thirty years and <laughs> and then hung it up. Well, well I think that's he the went. Thing, I think I think he went back to work to keep an eye on it. You know, to make sure that yes. nobody is. Everybody stays away from that that portion of yeah, the mine. That section, because the mine never closed, right? No, just that, just that portion, just that portion. Yeah, they never, they were never went back to that portion of the mine. Yeah, he caused a cave, another cave in in fifty seven, right, to kind of seal off, reseal, I guess that correct yeah. that part of the mine. Correct. Yeah, so I guess so. He spends thirty years, and but no one, uh, no one knows. What's there or believes him? I guess so. No, he never told any. He never dude. told anybody. He was just keeping an eye on it, and then I guess after he retired, or right when they, he got wind that they were going to reopen that portion of the mine, and then he had to get into action. It's like he had to stop them. Yeah, and they're 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 going to be testing a laser, uh, a laser drill. Yeah, yeah it, it, it it's an energy drill that. Uh, combined efforts between Canada, the U.S., and Russia. Yep. To create this magic drill that's going to make it really easy to bore and dig holes. So, by the way, our our hero here, played by Landy Cannon, I think that's his name. Yeah, Mumbles. Uh, you a, mean a name I'm not familiar with? I bet you he lost so many roles to Sawyer from Lost. <laughs> yeah, I bet. Uh, the reason why he's here, he went into audition after audition, and fuck, there's that guy again. You know who? Yeah. <laughs> oh, they want a guy for the opening of Mission Impossible. Shit, he's here. You know what I mean? Like the yeah. <laughs> Probably walks into the room, sees him, and he goes, "Well, fuck me," and walks away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Back to Canada. <laughs> it's like I'm not even going to bother. I wonder if Bridget called. You know. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder what Thunder Cannons is doing anyway. Yeah, <laughs> call her. Up. Well, and and that's the thing. Eh? If you look at their IMDb's, there's a lot of cross pollination there. Like they're they they just oh, 
yeah, yeah, this cast, there's a few that are just in her productions, right? I mean, it, which makes sense if you work well together. <laughs> or you the, can't get work anywhere else. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> exactly. So, yeah, he basically lethal, he has a lethal weapon opening, right? Waking up on the beach, just pissing outside, kind of on, on the down and out. Um, and then, yeah, so now we go to, uh, oh, yeah, so we're after the party. We're after the, we're party. After the party, aren't we? The cameraman knocks on her door. It's like, we have to get to this laser opening. And, yep. and she's in bed with a bartender that she picked up the night before. And then, like Derek said... Um. Oh yeah, and this movie is supposed it's a it's a co- it's a comedy horror movie. So this movie is supposed to be funny. Yeah. And yeah, is it? No, it's not. It's <laughs> like there's no. I'm trying to remember a where the comedy was and b where well, the like a was. scene like this where okay, um, you, the door locks behind you. Can you feed my? Ca- I can't remember your name, and that requires a comedic actress, which she was not. She did not have comedic timing. No. Uh, There's a couple of scenes that I, I actually were. There was some genuine laughs for me, believe it or not, in some of these. Really? Scenes. Yeah. Maybe not this one, but we'll get to it later. Well, I have this note. It, I, I, I wrote it down later. Um, her face has that look that all Disney princesses have the moment before they take their first step onto their big adventure. If you look <laughs> at her resting face, it's like wide eyes, a slight smile, and this kind of out of the, like, looking off into nothing, into the void look, which is the same look, like, Ariel gets before she takes her footstep or her first steps on land, or, uh, like, Belle takes just before she knocks on the door of the beast and stuff like that. Uh, it's always well, that ja- same Jasmine look. stepping onto the carpet. Yeah, exactly. You know, and it's just, I'm like, she just has that look, and I think it's because it's probably surgery, but she just constantly has that look throughout the movie. I, I think it's more, it's probably her producer writer brain running overtime in the background. Like, I hope this scene is working. I'm hoping the camera's... That's not the line. That's not the line. That's not the line. Yeah. Is, do we have the right angle for the shot? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. How do I look with a sword in my hand? You know, that kind of stuff, right? So uh, I wonder if the multitasking is kind of taking away from what, <laughs> what you know, from her accomplishing her scene or... She just has that face. I don't know. <laughs> like, <laughs> like not to say she can't do it. I'm just saying, like, you know. Oh, I'll say sure she can't there, do it. There's a lot on her plate. I'll say she can't do it. Um, <laughs> so they go to the big science thing. They have the caddy thing between her. And it's just not, doesn't matter. Her and Annie. Yeah, Annie. She's dating ex, her ex-boyfriend. And oh, who gives a shit? Um they take away the press pass, but she gets in because she walks into the men's room naked. Or, and no, not her naked. Sawyer, not Sawyer, comes out naked. What's his name in this movie? Carrie. Carrie Barnes. Carrie, yeah. Because she has a, guy, a guy's name, and, and he could have a girl's name. I thought that was weird. Well, yeah, we know, we know somebody whose son is named Hunter, so. Yeah, well. Well, Hunter Biden. I've never known a woman with the name of Hunter. There's Hunter Biden, exactly. There we go, yeah. Like, I've never heard of a, a woman named Hunter. Not that they can't, but I'm just saying, I never... It, it, yeah, I'm, I'm actually... I'm. Well, this is part of the... Like, this is okay, part of the poor sure. writing for the female. They're actually... They're just beating you over the head. It's like, she... Hunter. We actually gave her the name Hunter because she hunts down yes. stories. 
It's yes. It, it, it's <laughs> just so blatant. It like her character does not come out organically. There does throughout this no. movie. They're just beating you over the head. Every third line is. Oh, she, Hunter's a survivor. Hunter's the toughest woman I've ever met. Hunt, um, Hunter can get out of any situation. Yeah. It, 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 yeah, like I said, they're just beating you over the head with how tough this, how strong this woman is. <laughs> As so, opposed yeah. to a character like, uh, well, actually, um, I'm thinking of another Canadian production, Xena Warrior Princess, was filmed mostly in Canada. Yeah strong female protagonist she just is she doesn't have to say how tough she is she just beats the shit out of everybody that she comes yeah. across <laughs> you know like that's a better written female protagonist i think because she just is a warrior that's it that's she doesn't have yeah. to say it hey i'm a warrior i'm gonna kick your ass she just kicks ass so they go down the mine for this press conference to meet this giant machine uh and davis shows up he's the guy with the uh he's the old guy with the with the with the dynamite, uh, no, his tries Churchill. Oh, that was Davis. Da- uh, Davis died, I think. Davis was in the mine um, with Churchill. I think uh, he was one of the three that or that didn't get out. Yeah, um, <laughs> Trish, none of none of this <laughs> shit. None, none of this shit anyway. matters. None of it. None of it. No. <laughs> no. So anyway, he threatens to stop, and he does. You can't do this. No, you think that I'm crazy. That I'm that I'm crazy, but I'm actually saving you. And then the octopus attacks. Uh, it takes uh, Anna's cameraman, and I was like, okay. So at this point, it's taken three people. They're all young men. This must be the cast of Sex in the City. Um, <laughs> But then, uh, what happened? So, yeah, Churchill blows the dynamite because it's going to go after him. Cut to the surface, and the there's been an explosion. We don't know what's going on, blah, blah, blah. Cut to Hunter's dad. Oh, I'm not worried. She's a survivor. Like Scott says. <laughs> right, yes. So, yeah, the news... Like, well, first of all, the Russian scientist... It says, does not have a Russian accent. It no, oh, it's it's barely there. I I listened. Hard I listened hard. <laughs> if you're going to once again, if you're going to pound the fact that he is a Russian, they kept say he's Russian, he's Russian, he's Russian, and he's talking yeah. like me. Once again, there's no point to that. Why can't he? If he doesn't have a Russian accent, just have him be a just be American. Yeah, or or Canadian. It yeah, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Or just scientist. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, why does he have to have a nationality when it doesn't matter in the end? It doesn't matter that he's gay. It doesn't matter that he's Russian. But they keep, they hammer yeah. these points home for some reason. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was fine with, you know, Canadian and U.S. scientists. There we go. Like, Yeah. This actually, the, this movie might be a good uh, a good movie for you know all of us in society watch because it doesn't matter what you are in the end. Yeah, you know what I mean. <laughs> we're all. It just doesn't matter. We're all zombie slaves to the octopusy anyway. Like yes. it doesn't matter where we're from. You know, like <laughs> we're all octopus food in the end. It doesn't matter. <laughs> um, I, I tried to look this guy up. I have no idea where he's from, but he's probably from like Deserano or something. Remember, yeah, you know? he's, like, he's just from- in the end. We're the calamari. Yes. <laughs> yes. 
You know what? We should just wrap it up there. I don't yeah. know if we're going to get any better than that. Thank <laughs> you, Scott. Hat on heart. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so the rest of the movie takes place underground. Mm-hmm. Most well, of- so I, I do want to point out um, this news station, uh, I guess because the news is so damn competitive, they sent a crew inside and then a crew across the lake to set up a camera to shoot the mine in case <laughs> anything happened. Because they have an exterior. Well, you know, the, the, these damn the Russian river. scientists, who knows? Yeah, I think they were waiting for something to blow up. So they put a, another camera, a separate <laughs> camera crew across this river, pointed at the mine facility, and just, just in case something went off. And, and sure enough, somebody won, like, someone had to buy someone else their Tim Hortons that day. Yeah. I told you it was I told you something was gonna happen. Fucking told you, bud. Yeah. Double double A, you fucker. <laughs> yeah, that, uh, that to me was hilarious. So Chad and Hunter go out or what's it think? Carrie. Carrie. Uh, Carrie so, so after the explosion, Chad and Carrie are together. <laughs> and then uh the other couple, the gay cameraman, and the other scientist are together. So everybody else has been killed, and we have yeah. six survivors. The 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 male the yeah four and two four and the two. The Russian scientist eventually dies. Yes, we have we have I guess uh, well a lady lady scientist, the younger the young lady like playing the video games. We have lady scientist, yeah, she- gay cameraman. Annie, uh, Ru- asshole Ru- ex-boyfriend, Declan, and and rival, and rival. So, yeah, um, yeah. So they're split off, and uh, so, so can we cut this down? Um, so I got a question for you, Derek. Yeah, uh, I I th- I know this is an action movie trope, but is this a horror trope? Um, Inappropriate time for flirting. That's a horror. Trope, That's a horror it? trope. Yeah, Where our, our, our characters yeah. are under duress, but they're still flirting, even though they should be focused on like getting the fuck away from danger. Yeah. Now here's yeah. you know what you should be doing. Look, I am all for feminism. I'm all for equal rights. But if I'm trapped in a mine and I have a gun, like fuck, I'm giving it to you <laughs> just because you asked. I don't know who you are. Fuck you's number two, and three, fuck you. I'm not giving you my gun. She's like, oh, gun? Give me. And he just hands it over. Well, I like the part where he saves her, and then he goes to kiss her, and she's like, what the fuck are you doing? And I'm like, didn't you just oh, recently, yeah. didn't you just have a one night stand with a stranger, and now? Yeah. He, and now you're picky? Now, I could understand, yeah. like, uh, this might not be the time or the place, but you get off your high horse, okay? <laughs> <laughs> she does twice go into "I'm not some damsel in distress," but then gets to be saved. Has to be saved twice. Yeah, thank you, thank you. Like right before, like the lava, she's like, "I, I'm not going to be some damsel in distress needing to be saved by a big strong man." And then she falls off the ledge into the lava, and he saves her. Well, she has to and be saved because like, she makes poor decisions. Because she yeah. is a strong woman. And I wrote down, oh, am I, I'm sorry, am I a big strong man with a hero complex trying to save you? Maybe I should let you go. 
<laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, the lava is a bit of an Christ. equalizer on that one. Whoever yeah. falls in needs saving. Like that's it doesn't yeah, matter who exactly. you are at that point, right? Like <laughs> where anyone falling in the lava is a damsel in distress. Like it doesn't matter. <laughs> and he's not really that much better. He just he's just going along with her. He's not showing any kind of leadership whatsoever, yet he wants to be the leader. Well, what's weirding me, yeah, and but what's weirding me out is that shouldn't he be taking point? Like he works there, shouldn't he be the best one to you lead would think, their exit? Yeah, I would think this is the guy who knows his way around, or at least how has does the he best not know his way of, around? How does he not know about this? Oh, yeah, I guess they, it was blocked off, but they don't. But after the explosion, though, it's a little unclear. Are are they on the on the other side now? Are they in the yes, previously? I would assume so. Don't 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 even bother. Doesn't matter. <laughs> don't, <laughs> don't try to rationalize this movie. Just move on. <laughs> Rock the pussy. It doesn't matter. Rock the pussy. It doesn't matter. <laughs> you know who does take charge, though, that I like is Cam, the camera guy. He's got his shit together. He's rallying everybody. He's calming everyone down. He's, you know, putting Declan in his place. Like, he really... Well, that's not fucking hard. No, no, but I mean, but... He, uh, uh, I, I'm going to say it, a lesser movie would have maybe had him play more of the, the what's his name from Will and Grace type of. Oh, the Jack. I will yeah, give him credit yeah. that he didn't, that he he didn't play typical gay. He didn't play the yeah. the, the, the Hollywood stereo. Yeah, yeah, the stereotypical the same box, but the feminine gay. I, uh, I you're your birdcage gay. Yes. The, yeah. Birdcage gay. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So he, ta- yeah. And he actually steps up and takes charge and he's got to look after all these people. Um, they, they go. So they, so the, the group of four decides to split up. So we have Kennedy, this, the scientist and Annie staying with her to build something, some sort of device that maybe help clear the cave in out so they can get back. <laughs> Yeah, the, the girl scientist kind of just talks herself right out of the movie for a while. She's like, oh, I have an idea. I think I can build something. And then she crouches down, and then you don't see her for 20 nope. minutes. You, you come back, and she's in the middle of an A-team <laughs> montage where she's welding shit. And, yeah. yeah, But we never see it. It's just completely off camera. It could be the most is, interesting yeah. shit in the world, but we're not going to see it because she doesn't have 48 double D breasts. <laughs> uh, actually, no... I don't know if this was on purpose or not, but yeah, no one else does. Oh, yeah. Thank you, Mark. That is completely on purpose. Like the sister character? Nope. Annie? Nope. Oh. <laughs> Kennedy? Nope. <laughs> no, and I would imagine being self-penned, the whole time I'm sitting there thinking, because Annie, or is Annie? Annie's Anna. the rival. Yeah, Annie is being played... Super dumb, super bitchy, super uh, uh, petty. Yeah, um, she is all the. Just she thinking. has all the bad character. She is. She has all the the worst characteristics of women, as opposed to our heroine, who has all the best characteristics of women. And she has yeah. all the characteristics that your girlfriend has for the girl that she hates the most. Right, and it's and it's all blown up. Yeah, if, you know if what I mean? every flaw from all the women in Sex in the City were boiled into one person, this is it. You mean Kim Cattrall? Yeah, like eventually, yeah, pretty much. 
So, like, like eventually, spoiler for down the road, but all of those characters get mind-washed by Rocktopussy, which I'm assuming that's the name of the character, since that's the name of the movie. Um, and, but she is not. Annie is not. She just plays along, quote-unquote. She yeah, that pretends scene, to be, right? That scene confuses me, because they, uh, they bring two of the... I don't know. I don't even know what to call these little babies that that oh, yeah. the 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 symbiotes. Which, by the way, I have a problem with that term, but we'll come back to that anyway. Okay. But yeah, so they split up. Uh, what I want to get back to is so when De- Declan and Cam, uh, they go to look to see if there's any other survivors, right? Because the explosion, big cacophony. Yeah. They're not actually sure if anyone else survived or not, and so they're on their way looking. They, I guess they do a complete circle because they come back right to where the Russian scientist was. Uh, where they no, the Russian you. scientist is up walking around. And no, no, well, where he was. No, no, this. Oh is my yes, point. okay, I see, I see. So where they left him, he died, and they left him there, and so they go and they find his lab coat with his badge, and then they look up, and there he is shuffling around like a zombie, wearing his coat, that Cam oh, is yeah. holding. How did that happen? Did he have two coats? Is that how Russians... Coat! I, yeah, no, it's okay, I'm Russian. I have other coat. It's, oh, sorry, I didn't mean to do a Russian accent for the Russian guy. They're not doing yeah. that in this movie. My bad. Yeah, don't show off in front of this guy. You might get jealous. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, yeah, this this Russian. I have another coat, eh? You know? <laughs> but yeah, that, yeah I don't no, know that's that, true. How, like, that, that's a pretty big continuity flub because it happens... Coat on the ground, coat on the guy. Like, boom, boom. And they cut back to coat on the ground, coat on the guy. <laughs> I didn't notice that, to be honest. Actually, I, didn't I did notice this. I didn't notice it, but now that you bring it up, it's like that's exactly what happened. Now that I remember I remember it, it now. It seems yeah. like a kind of a bla- – like for, for a competently shot movie, that seems like a weird continuity error to miss. Oh, nope. You're wrong. It was – Oh, am I? Okay. It was the female. She took off her coat and put it on him. The female scientist, that, because she's not wearing oh, it. Oh, that was Kennedy. Oh, okay. Yes, I remember that. Well, I thought I didn't think she was wearing one. No, she was. Yes, so she yeah, took it off. She, yeah, was? she was okay. And put okay. it on. The- you know what? Boom! Ma roasted. Okay. <laughs> you got me. You got me. I will. I will admit. <laughs> roasted with those completely believable flames. I might no, add. No, those were the worst. Those were the worst explosions. <laughs> but not the worst special <laughs> effect, which we will get to uh, at the end. <laughs> yeah. So, m- meanwhile, our main hero and heroine find the entrance to Castle Grayskull. Yes. <laughs> I didn't know it was in Sudbury. Uh, I, otherwise, I would have visited. <laughs> <laughs> And apparently it leads to hell. So thank you, sorceress. You've been lying this entire time. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. So then that's where the the lava river they they find that. But I had I, I that entrance though. It was it it yeah. reminded me. It took me back to my childhood one Christmas morning when I got. And the, <laughs> here's the thing with me is is they walk into Castle Grayskull, like you said, mm-hmm. um, and he's tell he's giving her his backstory, and he's like. 
Oh, you know, I was uh, married and and his voice just trails off, and I couldn't understand a fucking word he was saying. I wrote down his voice is like a rock tumbler. It's like I'm like, what the fuck? A rock to pussy tumbler. There you go. There you go. But it doesn't matter anyway, because she's not listening, because as soon as she gets into the room, she sees cave drawings, and she's able to read them all perfectly. This is another thing where she, yes, this, she is just super intelligent. Well, so that means, just looking at this alien creature, well, that means they're not much so much as a parasite as in they are a, a symbiote. Or what is it, symbiote? What am I? Symbiote. Yeah. So she knows everything about everything. And and once again, like when a character is has no flaws, you are not an interesting character. I, I don't think people no. who do vanity projects realize this. When your character is infallible, knows everything, it it you you are so much less an interesting character than if you have flaws that you have to overcome during your adventure. Yes. That's what I was saying about Ray Skywalker. Well, and this has been the biggest argument with uh, the first Captain Marvel movie is that she... Yes, same thing. Yeah, because her power set is jacked up so high and and as a character, yeah, she just is always she's, right. She's always right. She's never in trouble. She's never in threat. Plus, Brie... Uh, no, she's going to uh, get out of it. it? Uh, Brie Olsen, is that her? Larson. Larson. She's, Larson. she's not a very likable person. In real life. <laughs> well, that, that yeah. aside, that I mean, all that stuff came out in the <laughs> aftermath. But when you're when I was sitting there, you know, opening weekend, and th- this kind of stuff comes out, like, you know, they invented kryptonite for a reason to make uh, uh, Superman was jacked to the nines with powers, so they had to invent a weakness to make him interesting. Yeah. Otherwise, people would stop reading. They got that right back in the 30s and 40s. Um. You know, and different vulnerabilities, and even like the first Superman movie. I'm going on a bit of a diatribe here. They play with the fact that he can't be two places at once. That's the villain's way of getting to him. Well, that's why but when you have a character who doesn't doesn't really face any real opposition, then that's why the Batman character is much more interesting than Superman because he is just a man and he has to. He, I mean, he, he's he, he has yes, yeah. he has all the human weaknesses, which Superman does not have. So yeah, much more interesting characters. Yeah, yeah, and, and uh, but like, like even um, in this movie, she reads the thing, and he goes, "Well, maybe this could mean." She goes, "No, no, no, it doesn't. It means this." I'm like, "Oh, well, I guess you wrote the script. You would know." <laughs> I mean, the, looking at the the drawings, you could presuppose some stuff, but like, even like a te- an altar and worship. You know, you have. There's some basic stuff there that she gets, which looking at it like anyone could get. But you're right; but it, even it, then, it goes a little bit farther than wait, like wait, what? <laughs> like you know, to but, but, but even then, she doesn't like she explains like she reads the cave drawings and sort of explains everything, but she doesn't really explain it very well to the audience, right? No, because I didn't quite get that there was so there was a sacrifice, but the woman was there and kept alive for a while. But then she was a sacrifice, but maybe she wasn't. She was the queen. 
or an emissary there were, or there, there were eight people that had to be there to like I'm like I don't understand the lore. I I did not understand the lore coming out of this conversation. Yeah, yeah, the 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 fantasy element of it might have needed a, another pass, I think. Like that's that's something you need in a horror movie is you need your your monster to be you need the you need the methodology of the monster to be understood. Uh, yeah, it's okay. part of Freddy the attacks movie. you in your dreams. Jason attacks people who have sex at Camp Crystal Lake because those are the people that let him die. You know, Michael Myers is trying to go home, so he's going to kill everybody in the home. You have to you have to understand what motivates the villain in order for there to be a threat for the for the good guys. Yes, right. So, mm. instead, we get her looking over her shoulder going, well, you didn't actually have to save me in the lava. And I'm like, why are you single? <laughs> She's a sociopath, basically. It's, oh, yeah. She's, oh. I, in my opinion, it, it's like, okay. whatever I oh, do is yeah. right. No, I, I am never wrong. And it was your fault for rescuing me. I don't care that I put myself and yeah. you in danger. Oh yeah, it's it's totally that argument because it's like well, you know you didn't have to go across the lavas. Yeah, but we made it. Yeah, but you could have fallen. Yeah, but I didn't. Yeah, but you did fall and I saved you. Yeah, you saved me. So why are we talking about the past? Let's move forward. I'm like, oh my god, <laughs> you're all of my ex girlfriends molded into one. <laughs> I've had these arguments before. So I, I want to come back to the the symbiote thing. Okay. Yep. Uh, I, I do have a problem with that. Uh, I thought and, you might. Yeah, because uh, it, this isn't a symbiote. If if sci-fi and other movies have taught me anything, this is not a symbiote. Now, granted, I didn't do the homework, but if I'm not mistaken, symbiosis means cohabitation, coexistence with mutual benefit. There's like whales that have fish that live kind of on them, to and they clean the fi- they clean the whales. Yes. And and feed. And so there's a symbiosis yes. there. They live together and they both benefit. The whale stays cleaner. The fish get fed. Uh, in sci-fi, Venom. You have Eddie Brock and Venom kind of struggling for control, but they are both, they both have their own will and uh, thoughts and desires and whatever else, right? Sure. And that's, that's where the fun comes from. This is just a complete takeover. This is a parasite. It There's no will of the, the host body in here it is not symbiosis they don't get to cohabitate the creature sticks itself to the back and then completely takes over telepathically that's a parasite there's no free will on the on behalf of the host the whale gets to swim wherever the whale wants to yeah i guess that's true good point and the fish go along with it to to live okay these guys we're gonna unburn to, Ma- yeah. we're gonna unburn mark unburn unburn he yeah, <laughs> yeah. Unburn give mark. me the ice pack <laughs> Yeah, and uh, not that it matters, but she gets on on the high horse about it when really if they oh it's a parasite you could have left it at that end of story like that's it and then it's a it's a fine definition it doesn't matter to be honest that she got she got it wrong except that she goes on to correct to say it's not a parasite it is a symbiote no it is it is a parasite yeah so you know take take from that what you will you know <laughs> yeah. Well, she corrects his pronunciations, and I'm like, oh, 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 oh kill you dead. <laughs> He's like, oh, it's a, it's, it's a symbiote. She goes, actually, it's a symbiote. 
I just didn't want to correct you. It was driving me crazy. And I'm like, why are you single? (laughs) (laughs) How could nobody want to fuck you? All right. What I want to know, where she hid that cell phone this whole time. I want to know where cell that, phone. She, oh yeah, when she's doing the ancient language translation, she's got her cell phone. Well, all the she time. had her, she had a jacket on. Oh, did she? Okay, yeah, she had a jacket on. Oh, I miss, I must have missed that because I'm like, she must have got creative with that one because we didn't. Well, she could have. <laughs> like she's hiding it from the law, you know. <laughs> um. So before the uh, the camera guy and the ex boyfriend become slaves, they find a room with a whole bunch of eggs. Yep. And he goes, and the ex-boyfriend goes, is this, are these eggs? And he goes, yep, they're eggs. And he has my favorite line of the movie, probably the line of the year, because I can't imagine any other movie this year having a better line. He goes, ah, fucking eggs. (laughs) My my favorite. He's not grossed out. He's just annoyed annoyed by the eggs. (laughs) At these slimy ass eggs. Yeah. (laughs) Oh. My fucking eggs, <laughs> you know, like, like Denny's, like he ordered scrambled, but they give him sunny side up. You know I mean? <laughs> fucking eggs. <laughs> fucking eggs. Uh, there's our, our next Canadian movie crew t-shirt. <laughs> yeah. Fucking, e- oh, say, fucking eggs. Oh, fucking eggs. My favorite line uh, is up right next because they get then more or less attacked by some other zombified dudes. So... Declan looks at Cam and says, you know karate, right? Cam says, oh my God, yes. Why? Because I'm Asian? And and he looks and he's like, well, do you? And he goes, of course I know karate. And then he just (laughs) gets into a karate stance. Like, that's my favorite exchange. Like, (laughs) you see what I mean? I actually like this guy. I like these characters. I think they're funny. Or how about after when he actually does pull off a roundhouse and he goes, yeah, that felt good. That felt better than it should have when he kicks, yeah, he kicks Declan yeah, in the it. face. Yeah, <laughs> you see what I mean. I actually like this character, um, and and again, I guess it had nothing to do with sexuality because this whole time I didn't think he was gay. Not no, it, I had everything. But to do it with doesn't race. matter. It no, what that's I guess another thing I like about it. It doesn't actually matter. Like his sexual orientation just really doesn't matter. He's just a person who happens to know karate <laughs> and is yeah. a good cameraman. <laughs> So I think we need to say the two men that died in the mine crash in 1957, they have been zombies this entire time. Yes. Yeah. Because of the rock-a-pussy. Rock-ta-pussy. That's... Yes. That's... that's R-O-C-K-T-A-T-A-P-U-S-S-Y. Exclamation pussy See, and this is exactly it. These are parasites. If you... You know what I mean? Like... These guys have been just walking around the same mind since the fifties. Where's the free will? Where's their will to want to do something other than walk around a mind yeah. since the fifties? You know what I mean? So that's not a symbiotic relationship. Um, so at this point, is this where they get captured? Oh no, they find a they find a knight. Because this has to be more like fucking Raider uh, Last Crusade. Last Crusade, yeah. <laughs> They go into a room and they find a knight who has apparently stabbed himself with his own sword. And there's a a waterway that apparently doesn't go anywhere. Does it go? No, anywhere? that's how they that get. That's out. how they get out. Yeah, that's their escape. Oh right, because he goes in to check it out and then he comes. He's back. He's going to go check it out. And she's gone. 
He's going to go check it out. She stays there. So the chain of events is uh, the Cam and Declan both get taken over by the Rocktopussy. They go back to the female scientist and the bitchy woman. The female scientist has invented an energy bomb out of what was... This is one of the most laziest writing... Yeah. Out of... Out of just because, just because <laughs> the female scientist has, has invented because. an energy bomb. However, because why it doesn't doesn't matter. matter. Declan and Cam come <laughs> with two rocktopusy parasites. They both scream. The scene ends. Yes, and then we cut to we cut to uh, our two main characters. He's going to swim out and see if this leads anywhere. She's left there with the knight. The night starts moving, and then she gets captured by all the the Raka zombies. Good term. <laughs> and then she has one of uh, three costume changes. She she gets Sonya bladed. Yes, yes. From the original Mortal Kombat movie, she just. Walks out of one scene wearing one thing, comes back in as a slut. The the knight got to see her naked. I'm a little jealous. He not only did he did he strip her down and change her outfit, but he also put little nipple things on her. Yep. Because later on she has she's bare breasted, but she has the nipple covers. Uh that's in more of um. I guess that's a flashback. It's, or an, a, it's an in your head kind of te- te- uh, yeah telepathy thing. But is it? Is but this it really? one, this one, but basically the the straps on this outfit are basically just nipple covers. That's about all they are, anyway. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I I don't have a problem with this scene. No, I'm for sure you don't. <laughs> yeah, I'm... and 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 a few of the scenes to come. So, <laughs> yeah, and this so is where they strap yeah, her to the table. They strap her to the t- well. No, they tie her to the table. Uh, this is where Annie comes in. Uh, like Scott said, they had two brainwashing things, mm-hmm. but Annie is all of a sudden not. She's just going along with it. Didn't this? Ha- yeah, wasn't that from the like, Shaun of the Dead, where some? Yeah, I was going to say right, just, right out of Shaun right of, of the, Shaun the Dead, of the where dead. somebody pretended to be a zombie, or 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 yeah, Bill Murray in Zombieland, where he dressed up to be a zombie to blend yes. in. Yeah, so that's yeah. exactly. I, they 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 took that exactly from from those movies. Yeah. Come to find out later, there's another reason for it, but yeah. we'll get there. Um, so she's tied to the table, um, and she falls asleep, and she has these dreams where she's meeting. She's ha- the queen. Yeah, yeah, where she has a dream where she's meeting the queen. And the queen wants her to be her hench, her vessel. Her vessel. And then the yeah. queen gets into her head, and we flash back to her childhood, where she is with her dad. And her dad, the actor, I've seen him before. He is like he's like a real actor too. He's been in a ton of stuff. I can't think of what it is, but I'll look him up. I'll look him up. Uh, 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 yeah, I got it. But it's just it's just the queen getting in her head. 
you know, her dad is like telling her, you need to serve her. And she's like, get out of my head. It's just typical. You've seen this scene in a ton of movies where the, the yeah, they're she, trying to. You're not real. You're not my real dad. Yes. Blah, 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 blah. Um, I can't find his name. Yeah, I don't know, I, I don't know if he's, he's not listed on IMDb. He should be. Um, but anyway, so she fights it out. <laughs> I have a note here, uh, cause Chad there comes back and he has the sword and he slices the rope that's holding her down. Yep. Uh, oh, thank God. I felt you cleanly slicing the ropes. That, yeah, that brings her out of the, cause that wouldn't have woken her up. He was <laughs> slicing, th- he was slicing through those ropes like it was butter. <laughs> There's no way. There's no way she felt that. <laughs> so they climb out through a tunnel, right? They try to escape through a tunnel. He gets pulled back. And then she keeps going into another room where she stands up and she's got the sword and she's like, no, I have to do this. And she pulls the sword up to her face. Yes. Hero she then pose. crawls back through the tunnel. Yep. Yes, she yep. she crawls back through the tunnel, Hello. and then she meets okay. Cam, who is zombified, and yes, and she through the power of gay, he overcomes it. Yeah, no, no, no. Well, no, no. It's it's not that. No, they they actually. Did, I think they did okay here. Basically, they struggle. She uh, he has her down, but then she manages to get out. And then hit, uh, hit repeatedly is hitting him on the back with a rock right where the symbiote is. So she's actually. Oh, killing, I missed that. She's uh, sorry. The parasite. She's actually she's yeah. beating the parasite to death on his back, but that somehow causes him to get mortally wounded. That part I couldn't understand. I think but it at least I, I was watching for where she was hitting him with the rock. I, I think it might have been one of the things where once you're separated from the parasite, you die. Maybe, yeah, yeah probably he's probably bleeding like out from the back, you know. Yeah, which sucks, meaning that like there's no hope for poor Kennedy. Well, she stabs him. Yeah, she puts him out of his misery. He asks for it. Yeah, yeah. he asks for yeah. it to put him out of his misery. But he lets her know that oh, the female scientist, she was working on an energy bomb. Get that? Yep. Yeah, you, yeah. So that's not. So now that's the MacGuffin. This energy bomb. Yeah. Um, and so she slices and dices all of the zombies. She beheads the knight. Yeah, she beheads the knight because and because naturally she's an expert with a sword. Why wouldn't she be holding it close to herself like she doesn't know how to hold a she sword? She doesn't know how to hold a sword, and but she's an expert with it. It's like oh god, and it's like one of these long broad <laughs> yeah. swords, which is bigger than her and weighs more than her. It's like, but of course, she's yeah. an expert with a sword. It these these are <laughs> just it's just as ridiculous with a woman than it is with a man when they do these vanity projects. It, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, like if there was a, if I made my own movie and all of a sudden I've got a sword and I've been playing a reporter, like, well, how the hell did you learn that, Mark? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. <laughs> uh, because my yeah, name. When is, did you go to sword class? Because my name is Sword. That's what my parents named me, Sword yeah. the Hunter. Yeah. Uh, 
<laughs> yeah. I'm sword broad dick. You yes. Know, like <laughs> <laughs> I'm sword McThickenstaff. Yeah. <laughs> McThickenstaff. <laughs> so so she comes down to it, and all of a sudden out comes Annie. And Annie's giving the big speech about, I was the one that stopped the monster, and I'm going to offer you two as sacrifices. And she's blah, 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 and this and that. And she takes a crystal that I've never seen before in this movie. Maybe I wasn't paying attention. Uh, no, you've never seen oh, it. Well, she puts it on her head. Um, no, no, it, it was tough to pay attention because uh, Hunter was wearing it but with also her revealing clothing. So you wouldn't notice anything that's up on her head because of what's a little further but down. what does the crystal mean? I don't know. It's some sort of... I don't know if it's a symbol or if it's an actual... If it has any powers or if it connects Based, you to the But she shows it. Or she whatever. shows it to us like it's supposed to mean something. It's like, I don't know. I, I think... I don't know what that is. The context that I picked up was is that if she has the thing... She now becomes the vessel for the queen. Yeah. So if Hunter it, had it before, then that would make sense. They, and she did when they the night when was redressing her, and they put her on the table. She's wearing that when she's on the altar. Okay. She actually has it on her head, but what? Uh, Wait, never noticed it. Doesn't matter. <coughs> Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. So Annie. Um, so she stands up and she's like, ha, 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 I win. I'm better than you. I'm always better than you. <coughs> and then Hunter, she comes out. She goes, don't worry. I have the ace in a hole. And out of her Bugs Bunny pouch, because she's got no pockets in that outfit. So where she was hiding this bomb, I don't Same know. place she had her cell phone. But she brings out. Yeah, exactly. Yep. She brings this bomb out and she goes, okay, big monster. I have a deal for you. Let me go and I won't blow us up. And Eat Annie instead. And Monster goes, whatever. This is Princess Leia in front of Jabba the Hutt. Doesn't matter. So, sure. There's the old Bausch uh, thermal detonator bit. Yeah. Yeah. So the monster eat. <laughs> yeah. No, the no, monster no, eats no, Annie. No, no. Chad wasn't saying anything. Uh, oh! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We get to unburn Mark again. Unburn, unburn. <laughs> yeah, getting the ice packs out. Oh, deep burn. Mark's rising like a phoenix here. All right. <laughs> so she, Annie gets quartered, <laughs> drawn and quartered. Yeah. So this is Ow. the worst. It was, it would have been better if they didn't show this than that they did. It, I, I, I don't know if they thought, if they thought it looked good, but it does look terrible. Her getting, uh, you know, her, her getting does. drawn and quartered, and it, it would have been better if they, if she got smothered, it just, or even just off screen, if you just see her face and you just heard her getting torn apart. But just seeing it is just so yeah, ridiculous yeah. that I laughed at it. Well, the monster looks ridiculous. The monster looks like it, the monster looks like something that you, you would like the eighteenth hole on a miniature golf course. <laughs> <laughs> That's what the monster looked like. Yeah. Now remember, Annie, the ball doesn't come back no, on this one. You have to put out you have to put out on the eighteenth hole. <laughs> if you get it in one, you get a free round again. Yes. The, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, it just, like I said, it looks like a reboot or Beast Wars, Transformers Beast Wars, if you've ever seen that. <laughs> or the Eiffel 65 video, uh, I'm Blue, if you've ever seen that. That's the level, you know. Have, really have you ever watched you, the show Community? It, it really wants you, it really makes you want to, uh, want to play Mist if you're that oh, old. Wow. You know what I mean? Um, Scott, did you ever really watch Really bad CG. I did watch Community. Yeah, I don't know if you remember the episode where they are they're actually making a sci-fi film. I don't remember that one. No, I it's a oh, a favorite show of mine. Anyway, there there is an and these are community college students making a sci-fi film over a weekend. So everything is rushed and Cheap. And, it, and it looks yeah. like this. Yes. Well, yeah, it's just one done on one guy's laptop, you know what I mean? Like it's yeah. just it, yeah. <clears throat> anyway, she doesn't even scream though, does she? I don't think so. Uh, she she does, but she does the same scream she does earlier in the movie when Hunter's getting captured. She goes, ah! <laughs> oh, that reminds me. It's not a real scream. That it's- reminds me. Sorry, you guys. I, if I can go back for just a, a second there. Um, this reminds me of another actual laugh that I got is uh, Annie and Kennedy when the two guys come back and they're zombified. And they do this thing, which I've seen in a couple of movies, but... They're screaming and they look at each other and they're still screaming like, ah, and then they look at each other, ah, and then they're looking yes. like, ah, like, I actually laughed at that because of the, and then it, like, they actually, it worked like the, it, it, well, like one is looking at the thing that they're screaming at, the other one's looking at them and then they switch. Yeah. They yeah. Switch, yeah. That, and then they switch back and I'm like, I don't know why, but yeah. that got me because I guess it's right in the middle of this scary moment and just the way they, they did that two hander there. It was funny. I thought it was funny. Wow. He said scary without even flinching. Yeah. Scott. Oh, um, we got to take. We got to well, take. Scary for the, scary for the <laughs> gotta, characters. Uh, scary no, for the we got to take one of that bird. Yeah, we got to burn it enough. again, Mark. I'm sorry. Ah, <laughs> yes. Don't worry. You, you had one in uh, unburn in the chamber, yes. so you're back to you're, level you're, now. You're, oh yeah. You're at the starting point. <laughs> oh, good. Back to one. Okay. <laughs> back to one. Um, so and, and oh, and also at this point too. Um, in the middle of the big, right before the big climax, they cut to climax. <laughs> they, yeah. Yeah. they cut to the uh, hunter's dad's farm, and her sister is there, and her dad, and this reporter that we've never seen before comes up and says, "Oh, would you like to make a statement about your daughter's death?" And he makes the statement of, "You know, oh, she's a she's a fighter." She's a survivor. Now get off my land. At this point, I'm thinking, was there no rescue effort? Yeah. No, apparently not. Like, you know there were people down there. It was on TV. Yeah, again, they, they had a camera crew set up across the river to show you. You don't have farmers with shovels? something or set it Okay, so there's... There's a gas leak there, so we can't use tools if a, a spark might... Yeah, or at least set up a reason why you can't have a rescue mission. Yeah, or or don't or, just don't. Yeah, you know what I mean? or you set this scene outside the mine, so dad and daughter are waiting with bated breath as you have some extras pretending yeah. to be rescue workers getting ready to go in, and then the reporter's like, "Do you want to comment about your daughter at the mine?" Right, so because that's where they should be, dad and 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 sister should be at the entrance of the mine, waiting to see if the if rescue workers bring her out. Uh, dad was working on the car. I think that takes precedent. 
Well, <laughs> that, we're seeing if his true. daughter is that's still true. alive. He couldn't be bothered to yeah. watch TV. He he probably waited for a whole week for that part to come in. So you're right. My my bad. My bad. <laughs> Don't you know how busy I am? <laughs> yeah. How long I waited for these parts? Yeah, yeah. You've written her off. I haven't, but I ain't going anywhere. Like she'll <laughs> she'll she'll stop by when she's out. It's all good. Look, look, look. I look. She's she'll be fine. <laughs> I named her Hunter. Yeah, for a reason. We're yes, good. She'll, she'll hunt yeah. for a way out. <laughs> she should be hunting for a man, so, if you know what I mean. Hey, huh? Hey, <laughs> oh, hey. hey. And the letters start coming in. Yeah, there you, you go. Yeah, yeah. You'd think with those tits, she'd already have landed one. Uh, anyway. Um, so, yeah. So, she defeats the villain. She throws the bomb. She blows up everything. She kills Roctopussy? It's implied, yeah, that the... Maybe? Yeah. Did you wait after the credits? No. So my my video... I was going to ask you guys. The video that you sent me, it stopped working right as they were kissing... As they were kissing in the... After they swam out and they were kissing on the waterfall. So mine didn't... So that's... That's the end of the movie. Yes, but I didn't get... So, and that's where it stopped for me. So I didn't know if there was a post credit. So you didn't see after the credits. I did not credits. see after the credits. I was going to ask you guys if something happened after the credits. Okay. There's nothing okay. there. So. <laughs> oh, you dick. I just fired it up. I could see Mark doing the research. Yeah. I'm just waiting for it. Uh, no, they, there's nothing after the credits. Studio logos. Although they actually made a logo for this movie, though. Yeah. There's actually. I'll send it to. You. I'll send a screenshot to you there, Scott. After all of the Ontario creates Actra. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the movie. Um, there's no point to it. Yeah, they, it's they just, get out, they it's kiss. It's self-serving. They, not Sawyer gets his kiss. Yeah. Um, the whole time she's not going to fall in love and she falls in love. What would have been a great funny ending um, is if she goes back to her apartment with him and the black guy is still in his bed. And the black, the guy's black still guy there. is still there. That would have been a great. That would have been a great post-credit scene. Jesus Christ! He's he's sitting there petting the cat like he's just. Yes, yeah. he's sitting there. He's, no, he's sitting feeding there with the, the cat. cat in yeah. his lap. Just. Yeah. So I sent you a I screen saw grab yes. of the uh, yeah. the Rocktopusy logo, which I think is. Does wow. that imply there's a sequel? <laughs> <laughs> well, go okay. Look, I looked up. I couldn't find any. There's no trivia on this movie, obviously. Shocker. <laughs> um, but I did find something interesting. So the director has released, including this movie, at least uh, one, two, three, four, nine movies within the last three years. Wow. Yes. Aside from this one. They're all Hallmark holiday movies, uh, and you, you know they're you know they're Hallmark movies because I have some of them written down. The Art of Christmas. Mm-hmm. So there's an art dealer in that one. Mark mentioned it earlier. Sappy Holiday. Mm-hmm. My grown up Christmas list. Yep. Uh, Unperfect Christmas Wish. Are they all Christmas movies? Christmas by. They're all Christmas. They're all hall. Yeah, they're all Hallmark Christmas movies. Christmas by chance. Mistletoe magic, and probably my favorite, a very corgi Christmas. 
<laughs> which there is a corgi in this movie, and I wondered if this is a corgi corgi verse movie. <laughs> There's the through line. The, is this the is the is the, the Adam Simak corgi verse movie? Is is the corgi the Nick Fury of the? Yeah, the corgi cinematic universe. Yeah, no? <laughs> a little little eye patch on a corgi. So. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah those home, are, home for Harvest, BFF Bride. <laughs> yeah, like the uh, these are the kind of movies that I call. And guess what happens? You know, yeah. Strong, independent woman works as an ad executive in New York City. Goes home, meets a guy who owns a bakery, and guess what happens? So, uh, I my really my make- wife. Loves those movies. Your wife does? Yeah. Oh, she loves them. I can't stand it. You know who else loves those movies is his wife. Bridget. Yeah. Yes. Well, she was in a bunch of them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He he doesn't need a, a, a bloody sacrifice scene to see her naked like we do. No. <laughs> no. So. <laughs> well, as always on this show, we try to find the real story behind the story, Mark. Well, mine's... Actually, I was thinking about it, and the real story is the story behind the story. Like the for me, the big story is Bridget, um, Canadian actress, uh, graduates. Now I'm just getting this off her IMDb, but like uh, graduates with honors from the University of York, uh, joins production companies, is both in front of and behind the camera to the point where then she starts her own production company. Like she's just getting it done. She's getting. She instead of waiting around for work, she's making her own, and I I think this is great. Like she's, you know, it, it's a proud Canadian moment with with her, right? She's just a self starter oh. kind of kind of person. So she's living the Canadian dream. Is that what you're saying? Well, as a Canadian actor, I mean, it's it's not a bad way to pivot. Like the market's really it's hard to get break into Hollywood, and sure. so you know why not start it's even harder when you suck yes it does yes <laughs> yes it is <laughs> but so instead pivot and now make your own projects then do the movies you want to do and say what you want to say yes we've talked about how some of it's heavy-handed but she lays out this character lays out her kind of her thesis early on and it's not the damsel in distress thing it's actually the her view on feminism when her and Annie are having a little chat uh, I think it's at the party where she she mentions like you can, you know, my view of feminism, you can be intelligent and strong and sexy, basically saying, listen, viewer, I'm going to get scantily clad and or naked later. Don't <laughs> think that I that I, I'm forced into this. Don't think that that some director, heavy handed director is like, no, you got to be nude in this picture. You're not in it at all, doll. You know, <laughs> that's the. She she's opting for this. She's opting to use her femininity as as much as her brains. And that to me is the real story behind the story. And I think if you watch her other movies, she's probably trying to say the same thing over and over again. I don't know. I'll let you based know. Based on the I've, covers of those movies. Based on I the would covers agree of those with movies. You, yes. Yeah. I'll let you know when I finish watching <laughs> yeah. them all. Yeah. Yeah. Do a, yeah. Well. <laughs> I, I when mean, you've woken up. When you've woken up from your orgasm-induced nap and have a smoke, <laughs> let me know. Start smoking. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, I, that's what I think it is. It, it, yes, she's not the the biggest thing in in <laughs> film, but I it's the self starter that really is impressive to me, and that to me is the real story behind the story. Scott, mine is 
this the other title of this could be Indiana Jones and the Temple of Boring as Fuck. I don't know. How, I don't know how we talked. So you've seen Dial of Destiny. I don't know how we talked about this for almost an hour and a half. Nothing happens in this movie. We made it sound a lot more interesting. The first thirty minutes, it absolutely nothing happens. We get a couple of set pieces that are supposed to be suspenseful, and they're not. So the fact that she was able to draw out this for uh, the movie is an hour and 32. Nothing happens in this movie. Nothing. So I give her credit for getting this movie out there. Nothing happens. Uh, and yeah, so that's it. The fact that she was able to film nothing for an hour and a half and get it out there. That's that's very impressive to me. <laughs> if I may, Scott, two things. One, uh, if I may uh, offer up Indiana Jones and the Temple of Boo. But of Boo, yeah, Temple of Boo, Boo. yeah, uh, or yeah. So uh, or uh, not or. Sorry. Um, but to your point, my or is it? I was more enthralled with Bridget's backstory than what was going on on screen. Oh, I'm sure so you I, were. So I, I you know, what I mean, I, okay. I think I kind of passively am agreeing with you. <laughs> So I was more I was more enthralled by her IMDb profile than I was with what's well, except for certain <clears throat> scenes. But anyway, Derek, what do you got? I was enthralled. I, I was enthralled by the fact that she went the whole second half or the the majority of this movie with stockings and a garter. Yeah, yeah. Under that skirt of hers. But anyway, uh, I have three of them, <clears throat> and the first one is just for me and the people who get the reference. I'll warn you right now, or is it? Lisa Ann's attempted uh, jump into legitimate cinema. I know that name. That's just for me. Uh, or is it documentary footage of how Elon Musk plans to overthrow Canada <laughs> by turning into a giant octopus monster and coming out from underneath? <laughs> or is it, if you can't make it in Hollywood on your own, do what we all do, make a Canadian movie and sell it on Amazon? See? <laughs> We agree. <laughs> there you go. I know that name, Lisa Ann. Don't just search it. Don't just a reference. <laughs> well, googling it now. Go ahead. You, so take us home. So that's <laughs> uh, so that's uh, going to do it for Rock to Pussy. Scott, uh, do you have anything coming up? Uh, I will be. Uh, I will actually be coming up in Canada. I will be playing the Absolute Comedies in Toronto and Ottawa in the month of. September. So if you want to go to my website, scottyblanco.com, that'll tell you the exact dates and where I'll be. If you're up in Canada, want to check that out. Yeah. And, and do, uh, do yourself a favor. We, we say it every time. Do yourself yeah. a favor if you're in a town where, where Scott is playing. If you can get there to one of his shows. Not to overhype you, Scott, but it's always I always have a good time. And I'm planning on coming back. So. Well, you look, if, if you follow him on Facebook, you know he gets rave, for rave reviews from people who paid no attention to his show yes. at all. Absolutely. So. <laughs> You're that damn good, Scott. That damn good. So, uh, yes, go see uh, and uh, go listen to us over on Scott's podcast. We'll be doing uh, Masters of Menace on his Dan Aykroyd podcast. Um, we should be releasing these around the same time, but keep an eye out. Um, so until then, until next time, I'm Derek. I'm Mean Mark. And I'm Scott. Join us next time when we'll take a look at the story of two survivors seemingly alone during a zombie potato apocalypse. Cillian Murphy stars in 20 Days Tater. <laughs>